there was nothing to fix, nothing that needed healing, that you could go through life from a place of feeling your wholeness rather than your brokenness, from feeling the fullness of all that you are rather than being more aware of what you think is missing. Today we're exploring a topic that personally for me has been profound in how I live my life and how I deal with the experiences that come up that may not be what I particularly enjoy or ones that I would think that I would have intentionally chosen. Because what we're going to share with you today is a way to shift not just your mindset, but more importantly, how you can shift your energy. Because as we know, we're energy first and then our physical experiences and the world around us is a reflection of that energy first and then physical follows so as we start to shift that internal knowing of self and the way we see ourselves and the way we see our experiences our experiences in the world around us begin to change so we're exploring the idea that there is nothing to be healed nothing to be fixed only everything of you to be accepted You're listening to the Manifest Your Happiest Life podcast. Each week, we show you how to shift your energy so that you can step into the life that you were always meant to live. Our unique Woo With It Works method creates vibrational shifts so that you can up-level your ability to manifest and tap into expanded states of consciousness for clear intuition and guidance. If you're ready to fulfill your purpose delivers your light, by taking your spiritual practices and your wisdom off your mat and into everything you do, then keep listening and get ready to shine. So let's begin by exploring the idea that you are whole and there is nothing that needs fixing or healing. And to do that, we need to put in place a few key concepts, some of which we've already talked about in previous podcasts, but we'll revisit them again so that we have a complete Um, framework really Mm. to be talking about so wholeness for us is the understanding that we are in a state of completeness or fullness in which nothing is missing broken or flawed there's nothing to be fixed there's nothing to be healed there is no lack it is complete in and of itself and for us to accept the state of wholeness. We need to accept ourselves as that. We need to see ourselves as always being whole and complete with nothing with nothing that's wrong, really. Mm. But it is it is that funny paradigm that we live in because in so many ways we're taught to to heal first, isn't it? That that, that you're taught to um, you better delve deep, deep, deep back into the past and heal, heal, heal as much as you can. And then maybe with a bit of luck, you can start to feel a little bit of difference, a little bit of change uh, towards wholeness. There is a purpose definitely for healing. There is a purpose for potentially clearing um, a path forward that maybe you do need to do some work in the past in order to do that. And at the same time, it is where we've seen a lot of people get stuck, isn't it? They stay stuck in the past rather than going, okay, 
I've done, I think, enough. Now I need to accept mm. my wholeness. Mm. Yeah. And I think that the piece that makes the difference is that if we are looking to um, resolve things from our past or uh, or heal them, whatever mm. the language might mm. be used, the difference is who you are in that exploration or in that healing process. Because if you mm. feel that you are that broken person or that wounded healer or the whatever it might be, the, the you that is flawed or diminished in some way, then the energy that you go into the healing with is actually unintentionally contributing more that needs to be healed. But if you address the thing that you're wanting to change from a place of wholeness, then you can resolve those things without creating more of them. And it reminds me of the experience that we had a few years ago in the middle of COVID. We went to a friend's wedding and when we got home, we both mm, uh, yeah. felt pretty mm. unwell, um, you know, yep. aches and pains, sniffles, coughs, the whole thing. And because we knew there were people um, that hadn't been at the wedding because they thought they had COVID, we thought there was possibly a fair chance that there, were, there was COVID at the wedding. So I was really clear that while I may have been having a physical experience which was going to potentially be COVID, who I truly was, my true self, wasn't being affected. So I'm all, I always live with this very clear um, duality, really, I think, that works um, in our favour when we live in this duality, which is that my physical might be having an experience, but the energy of who I truly am is not being affected by it. So I was able in the moment while I was feeling unwell to say, okay, so who I know myself to be is whole, while I might be having some symptoms, my knowing of self is clear enough to say I'm not going to get sick. And in fact, I didn't even refer to it to myself as COVID. I said, I've just got a little bit of a bug or something and I might be feeling a little bit unwell for a few days, but it's going to pass really quickly. And so I went into an experience of sickness knowing that I was whole mm. and what happened was it really it didn't I, I don't think it even lasted 48 hours it, it was gone mm. by the from that energy of knowing of who I am so I did what I needed to do you know I had hot lemon juice and ginger I took some herbal supplements so I addressed what was happening on the physical level but from a knowing that my wholeness was actually the stronger frequency that I could create from. Mm. And what's so interesting there, you know, really it is what is perpetuating the environment. So if you're, if you're thinking and your knowing come into alignment with that sense of self that says, um, I'm whole, then that is also sending signals to your physical body mm. saying that I'm not this experience of the cold or potentially COVID that, you know, let's deal with this and get on with living mm. because this is who I am where, you know, and I understand that so many times you can get stuck in an experience um, and really then become that experience by feeling and thinking all the disharmony that is created by a cold uh, and, and so on. And so then that 
strings out or perpetuates mm. the condition. Yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of science to back that up now. Well, there is because it's about the energy that we're aligning with and the energy mm. that we're identifying with and the consciousness we're in in that experience. So for me, I was very clearly choosing an expanded consciousness to be in the experience, mm. which allowed mm. me to be bigger than whatever was happening in the physical, and so the physical resolved really quickly. So the, the the thing for that's really curious to explore is the awareness that no matter what you have experienced in the past or you are experiencing now, whether it's a physical condition, relationships not working, business things being stressful or not working, anything that's happening in your life at the moment which might look like it's having a meltdown mm. and things are falling mm. apart, who you are is still whole because we are always whole. And the reason we're always whole, the way um, I love to think about it if, I, if it, if my remembering of my wholeness gets shaky, I remember that I am creation in this physical form. I am an aspect of the divine of my, of essence of um, pure source energy being expressed through me as Mary, the physical. And so for me, it's helpful to think about wholeness as a fractal. And the idea of wholeness as a fractal means that within wholeness, you can chop it into millions and millions of teeny, teeny, tiny, tiny pieces. And each of those teeny, tiny pieces will still contain the whole original image, the whole original essence. So it's the whole, with a W, the whole in every part. So a perfect example of a fractal is a snowflake. You look at the pattern of a snowflake. If you then get a magnifying glass or something where you can zoom in to micro, micro levels of that snowflake, Every part of the snowflake, the smaller, the deeper you go into it, is an exact replica of the larger snowflake that you saw originally. That's a fractal. And it's that same idea of us. So if we think of creation as an energy and we are fractals of that energy being expressed by being split into an infinite number of pieces which say seven billion humans is one of those expressions then because creation or all that is or the divine all source energy is whole then so are we we can't be anything but that and so in the same way that creation and source energy are never diminished they only grow and expand we can never be diminished because our wholeness never changes it only actually grows we just become more accepting of and more aware of that as who we are we are always that perfect exquisite fractal of creation we are always that perfect exquisite snowflake that is a tiny part of the larger snowflake that we see with our naked eye so when we shift into that knowing of ourselves as whole, we begin to interact and create in the world from a different foundation. Mm. I would imagine that there is probably not one person out there listening who has sort of said to themselves at one time, I, you know, 
I just know there's something more here. I know there's something more inside me. I, I just know that my life isn't completely reflective of what I know it should be. And that's that's your wholeness talking to you because yeah. if you were a complete victim, if you were a complete expression of that thinking, then you couldn't ask that question. Mm. Your wholeness is really saying to you, yes, you are more, come and work with us. Mm. <laughs> There's a little little fairy or pixie on the shoulder, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, saying, come on, come with us. Yeah. yeah. It's that lovely, it is that lovely awareness that our wholeness is our light, really. Yeah. It's that mm. true self part of us that, as you're saying, is always reminding us mm. and nudging us forward. Mm. It's the breadcrumbs of knowing yes, that yeah. we've talked mm. about in previous podcasts. That What is it that keeps us all going, even at times where it feels overwhelmingly difficult? The fact that we don't give up is because at a deep level we feel our wholeness, we feel our life, mm. and mm. it keeps us moving forward. So it all comes down to the consciousness that we are existing within Mm. and the consciousness which is connected really to the identity and who we think we are. Mm. So if we're identifying with our, what we use the language, we talk about our taught self, you know, the physical self, the, the, um, the identities, the past experiences, the restrictions, the doubts, the limitations, if we identify with that taught self which is temporary which only exists in this lifetime once we leave this physical life that taught self Mm. disappears Mm. and if our taught self has had um, has a physical condition or is going through painful experiences and feeling less than or broken or unworthy or unlovable or in need of fixing the more we identify with that that self and that consciousness the more we make it hard for ourselves to really clearly feel and step into our wholeness and our life Mm. because we are shifting our focus and we are restricting what is available to us. But when we identify with ourselves and know that we are the eternal energy of the true self, we are our soul, we are our essence, the light that we truly are, and that that energy is always whole and complete and never restricted, never needing to be fixed, then we can tap into that more simply and we can respond, as I did with that inverted commas COVID, from a different knowing of self because I'm always, I always have the choice to say which me is going to respond to this, which me is going to have the experience. Mm-hmm. There is, you know, it is also one of the fascinating things that as you begin to I suppose you could say alter your consciousness as you begin to alter your awareness that and expand your consciousness of who you are. You start to step into and become more of this wholeness. Wholeness is also in the beginning, it's a practice. Mm-hmm. You know, it is, it's a, it's as much a practice as meditation is that you want to begin to practice the doingness of wholeness. And one of the ways to practice that beingness and the doingness of wholeness is the practice of beauty, which we've shared in previous podcasts. And I'll make sure the link to download that practice is in the show notes as well.
So the practice of beauty is where you see something outside of you and you appreciate its beauty. You see the perfection of that rose or you look at the cuteness of the puppy's face and you feel that love and that warmth outside of you. And then you say to yourself, ah, look, there I am. Because for us to feel that outside of us, we have to be acknowledging and feeling it within us. And wholeness is the same. When we look at the perfection of a sunrise or a sunset, the the perfection of that is because we are also that perfection. We are also that wholeness. There's nothing missing. So when you play with the practice of beauty as a daily practice, to keep saying, ah, I can feel that me that is existing beyond any restrictions beyond any physical conditions. Now, this is not to say that we ignore what's happening in the physical. Mm. So, you know, as as I did, I, I took herbal supplements. I had lemon tea. I rested. So you address what's happening in the physical because the physical is true. It is part of who we are. And it's not all that we are. Mm. Mm. So continuing to explore that self in different situations that the two of you in choosing which self you identify with the whole you or the you that has an old story about not being good enough or not or needing to be fixed or healed will really shift how quickly you manifest what you're the changes that you're wanting to experience Mm. in your life so i reckon that this is a good time to begin that practice of you that practice of wholeness So for all of you out there, you can start thinking about how would I begin to practice my wholeness, that sense of your, that sense of you being a part of creation, your sense of being a part of connected to everything and everyone around you, that sense of that there is no separation. And so for you to know your wholeness, let's get to begin to practice what it is to feel whole. Yeah, so what? Let's. you've got some questions that are great triggers for us to explore and feel our wholeness. Do you want to um, share those now, Gaz? Yeah, okay. Um, wholeness is you having a purpose for being because purpose is something that is so, that is, that will really drive us. Um, you having also a readiness each day for self-love because that is such a key also for you just to see the world around you and for you to recognize yourself within and as a part of the world. That sense of that um, you're not becoming the experience. And what I mean by that is that we all have experiences. Sometimes they are things we want and sometimes they are things we don't want. And the more you focus on that experience, the more you become it. It's that key of separating ourselves from the experience, isn't it? To know that we're having the experience, but who we truly are isn't being affected by it. Mm, mm. So knowing that, you know, Things might go wrong. We might make mistakes. We might get ourselves caught up in in an idea, in a, in a way of thinking or being that we know doesn't feel right. Well, rather than focusing on that, we go, okay, so how do I shift my knowing of self? How do I shift my consciousness? How do I shift my perspective back to who I truly am, the self that didn't have that experience? So the invitation 
over this next week is to start to really become curious about where you feel your wholeness, where you feel your fullest expression of you. And to notice when that shows up, when do you allow yourself to feel complete, to have that exhale to go, oh, everything is as, is, as, is as it should be. I am who I'm choosing to be. And even if that's only for a few moments, keep coming back to that and grow that self. You can't be anything but whole. You don't have to do anything to be whole. Our journey really is just to be recognizing it and accepting it more and more until it becomes our default, until we're able to switch out of feeling restriction to feeling expansion. And the more we do that, the more the world starts to show up as a reflection of that. We generate an energy of wholeness within us that then becomes the experiences that are reflected back to us, the, the things that we begin to um, see in the world around us. It's the, it matches. It's the echo chamber of the universe, echoes back our wholeness through the people we meet, through the experiences that we have. So just to recap, what we've explored today is the power of us choosing to feel and identify with our wholeness. And our wholeness is that state of completeness or fullness in which nothing is missing or broken or flawed. When we accept that we are always whole from the essence that we are, it allows us a much more powerful and centered and peaceful way to deal with the curved balls that life throws us, whether it's a physical illness or uh, something goes wrong in life. When we recognize that the, that might be an experience that we're having, but because we are a fractal of the perfection of creation, because that is who we truly are, we don't become consumed by the experience. We're able to stay and hold a knowing of who we truly are within anything that's happening, which allows us to navigate through with so much more ease and grace. And when we stay in that frequency of our wholeness, that becomes the consciousness and the energy field that we're generating around us. That becomes the energy which is manifest in our life and begins to be reflected and brought towards us through the people we meet, the experiences that we have. So living from wholeness is a beautiful and powerful way for us to manifest a life that lights us up and creates that ripple effect out into the world around us. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Manifest Your Happiest Life. Be sure to check out the show notes so you can download the powerful practice of beauty that you can use to deepen your connection to your wholeness in every moment. If you enjoyed this episode, if it's created a shift for you, then chances are it'll make a difference for someone else you know as well. So we would really love it if you would hit the share button and send this episode to a friend. And if you haven't left a review yet, it would mean the world to us if you would take just 60 seconds today to scroll down in your Apple app and tap the five stars and leave a sentence to let someone else know why this show is worth listening to. Because what reviews do are two things. One, it lets us know the content we're bringing you is valuable and helps us to know what content you might be interested in in the future. And secondly, it lets other people know that this show is worth their time to listen to as well. 
so you can expand the ripple of light and joy out into the world just by taking 60 seconds to leave a short review. Who knew that 60 seconds could have such an impact on the world? And we look forward to you being with us for the next episode, where we're going to take this whole understanding of wholeness to an even deeper level. We're exploring our life purpose and how we can identify what it is in this lifetime and how we can more simply and clearly step into fulfilling it, to experience a life that we want, a life that lights us up, but also a life that creates a ripple of change out into the world around us. So we look forward to seeing you on the podcast next time, and lots of love, and bye for now.